Hey, I'm Brett Larkin, and welcome to the Yoga Hacks podcast, where we make yoga so much more than just something we do on a mat. We're talking hacky ways to stretch and feel good in our daily lives, using yoga philosophy to solve everyday problems. Ultimately, this is about you wanting to live your best life and feel amazing in your body using yoga and meditation as a tool. It's time to get creative, time to have fun, and remember, you can always be stretching, you can always be centered, you can always feel great in your body. Let's jump in to this week's episode. Hey guys, it's Brett. Uh, If you didn't know, I've started podcasting. It's kind of interesting. I just felt like it would be cool to be able to share more with you guys without having to always do video. I have video out anyway today, so this is going to be a podcast and a video, but you're going to start seeing more podcasts as videos coming out on my channel. And you should definitely also subscribe to my podcast. There'll be tons of info on how to do that in the down bar, description bar, expand it below. And uh, my app, which is coming out soon or is out, depending on when this video goes live, uh, the podcast will also be in the app. So just another way you can listen and learn about yoga as you're going throughout your daily life. I mean, I know I love listening to podcasts as I do everything. I love listening to podcasts as I clean my house, go for a jog. And I just felt like you guys asked me so many questions and there is more I can share. So I have a podcast now and um, let's start with this episode is about which is about how to judge a yoga class. And I don't mean judge in a bad way, but what I'm talking about is how you judge your performance in a class or what a class just did for you, whether it's a class you took online or a class that you did in a studio. Because some of the questions that I'm getting from all of you on Facebook and other social media, which I love, I love getting questions, but a lot of it is, um, you know, I want to do this pose, but I can't do the arms or how can I do this, but it's hurting this. And I really wanted to make this little video and podcast to tell you that you don't have to do everything all the time. You can pick your focus when it comes to your practice. You can pick and choose. And that ties into how you kind of judge a class, how you feel after a class and how you judge a class. Because to put this into context, how I judge a class and how I judge my performance in a class is how my low back feels after the class, right? Of course, it's also a little bit like, how do I feel? Do I feel good? But really, at the end of the day, there's a lot of things I can do to feel good, right? It's like I can just go for a jog or eat some sugar, which would be really bad, and then I'd feel the crash later. But right, when we go to yoga, we really want to work on our problem areas. We want to balance out our whole body, and we all have our areas that cause us pain or give us a little grief. And for me, it's definitely my low back. You know what it is for you. So when I sort of analyze a class and my performance in that class, and I'm sort of judging that class after Shavasana is over and I'm walking out the door, I'm really thinking about how does my low back feel? And if my low back feels not good, that's not the teacher's fault. That's my fault because it means that I didn't take enough care care in making protecting my low back my focus. And what I mean by that is this is a very simple example. Maybe we're doing lizard and it's a prep for a really fancy arm balance. And I choose not to do the arm balance because the arm balance might tweak my low back. And I choose to just hold lizard and stretch my psoas and protect my low back instead. Or 
the core the teacher ends up doing um, bridge and then three rounds of wheel. And instead I just do restorative bridge with a block, tractioning my low back off the block the whole time instead. So these are examples of how you can still follow along with the spirit of a class and be present with the group, but really tailor your practice to do your own thing and to be the protector, the guardian, the parent of your problem area. And again, maybe that's your shoulders. Maybe that's your wrists. Sometimes it's my wrists actually. So it's changing. That's why you need to be body aware. And again, yoga is helping us with that. But I really invite you to think about your classes and your practice, again, online or in studios from this perspective of what are you choosing to focus on? And to tie this back again to the different questions I get is a lot of it's like, I can't do this pose. I can only do this. And a lot of times my answer to that is, well, what do you really need to work on right now? Right? Maybe you can't do humble warrior with your hands clasped behind your back because your groin is too tight or you just don't have the shoulder mobility yet. So in that case, take the time instead of half sort of doing that pose and doing it wrong and not feel good, just use that time to open your groin, right? Like take the hands out of it. And I did a video on this exact pose, so I'll put the link below if you want a visual, but just take the arms out of it and just have your hands on the floor and make it a groin stretch. Because if you stretch the groin area and you do shoulder stretches, eventually you will be able to do the full pose. So this is just a way that you can begin to think about poses, begin to think about your practice. It's not, the answer is not to always do the pose the way it looks like, or the way the teacher is demoing it, or the way the person next to you is doing it. The answer is to know your problem areas, protect your problem areas like a mama bear guarding her cubs at all cost. Tell your ego to shut up and get over it, right? If your ego is like, I want to do the fancy arm balance, or I want to keep doing chaturanga vinyasa the whole class. I mean, most classes, everyone, just as an announcement, I do chaturanga, vinyasa, you know, the plank lowering the chaturanga up dog thing. I do it at the beginning of the class. I maybe do it five or six times and then I'm done. Like doing it more isn't serving me. It's going to make my back flare up. It's going to put unnecessary pressure on my wrists. So I just do cat cow or I modify or I hold down dog. So at every stage in your practice, make smart decisions for yourself and protect yourself. And that is my message with this podcast today and that you can choose your focus, right? So sometimes maybe you want to go into a class and you just flew across the country as I do frequently. And you're just saying, you know what, my, my back is killing me. I really just want to focus on making my shoulders and back feel better with this class and then put that lens on every pose, right? So if I were doing this pose, this, this pose in the version, that's the absolute nicest to my shoulders and low back, what would that look like? And then do that and forget about what the teacher's doing and what everyone else is doing and what everyone else looks like. So it's almost like wearing different glasses based on the part of the body you want to protect or the part of the body you want to particularly work on. And if you're getting bored with your yoga practice, for example, or you've been doing yoga too much, this is a way to really freshen up your perspective, really get 
again, excited and reinvigorated about your practice because when you start looking at every pose through just the lens of how does it make my wrist feel? How does it make my low back feel? How can I adjust to protect that area of my body or make it feel better or do some variation of this or something else right now that would serve that problem area? All of a sudden, your practice starts getting really rich. Your body starts balancing out in new ways and loving you because you are listening to it and prioritizing yourself and what you need over fitting in with some class or looking the way someone else is telling you you're supposed to look. And that's when real heal healing happens. That's what I believe. So that's my message for you today. Definitely let me know if this was helpful in the comments or tweet at me. I always want to hear your feedback. Let me know what you want to hear more about and definitely get my podcast and uh, hook up with me through doing that, whether it's through iTunes or my app or all the different ways you can, which will be linked and listed below this video. Remember, always be stretching, always be centered. You know your body better than anyone. And that is the reminder I think we all need every day. And from my heart to yours till next time, namaste. Thank you so much for listening and joining me all the way to the very end. Make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel. You've downloaded my app full of free yoga classes that also has episodes of this podcast right in the app. Jump over to brettlarkin.com, get my free 18 days of awesome yoga jumpstart if you haven't done that already, and start integrating stretching into your day-to-day routine for real. At always be stretching.com. Remember you can tweet to send requests or questions about the show to at Larkin yoga TV. And it would mean so much to me if you shared this podcast with a friend. Since you're here with me till the very, very end, I also wanted to invite you to join my private Facebook group where I talk about hacking yoga and meditation into my daily life and give you ideas on how you can do the same, sharing things that I usually just don't feel comfortable putting on YouTube or my public page. Just go to yogahackscommunity.com, all one word, yogahackscommunity, and click request access to join. Until next time, remember, always be doing yoga, always be stretching.